Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Thursday, September 30th, 2021. Stand up for your country. Well, terrible week for Joe Biden, the president of the United States. Uh, He got pounded this week. Is he going to recover from this? Doubtful. Um, But it's possible, I guess. I don't know how, because we haven't seen any solutions to any problems in nine months. But anyway, uh, let's go through it. So uh, the president's schedule today, he had nothing. (laughs) He doesn't really do a lot uh, that we know out. You know, maybe behind the scenes, they don't tell us. But every day, as I mentioned before, uh, the White House puts out a schedule and every day there's nothing on it. So, okay. Um, Let's get to the bad week. Uh, I I suspect that today and tomorrow, uh, the president and staff will be meeting, trying to figure out how to get out of this mess. So when you have uh, three top generals in the Afghan theater uh, saying they all agreed that 2,500 troops should be left in Afghanistan to prevent the fall of the government and chaos that ensued, and then you have Mr. Biden denying that they said that to him, saying, well, it was divided, but it really wasn't divided because the White House can't put up anyone who said, uh, yeah, you should get everybody out right now. So now in the White House, they're trying to figure out damage control, they call it. And with this $3.5 trillion spending infrastructure bill going down, <laughs> I don't, you can imagine. All right, let's go and walk it through it. All right, so you basically have, uh, is it a scandal? Yeah, I would say it is. When the president of the United States misleads the entire world and the United States uh, about what happened in Afghanistan, I would say that is a scandal. I'm going to replay this soundbite just to show you how terrible Mr. Biden's spokesperson really is. Roll it. Back on Afghanistan, the, the president said his military commanders were split. We now know that the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, the head of CENTCOM, General McKenzie, and the commander on the ground, General Miller, all recommended the president keep 2,500 troops. So who in his military advisors told him it would be fine to pull everybody out? I'm not going to get in specific details of who recommended what. Well, that's outrageous, as I said at the time. That was two days ago. They still can't come up with anybody. So in 48 hours, you'd think that if anybody had said, Mr. President, you know, you should get everybody out of there, not leave anybody behind and protect any of the weapons or Americans that are still there, think they'd have that name. They don't. So that, to any fair-minded person, says the president was misleading us. Now, I'll get into the lie thing in a moment. There's no doubt. Because the United States misled the nation when he said on Good Morning America, hey, a bunch of people are telling me, get everybody out. All right. Now, tomorrow is the end of the fiscal year for the federal government. All right. October 1st. And there are two key questions here. Um, Will the Durham investigation be funded now for another year? So John Durham has taken his sweet time, but... He did indict somebody who was billing the Clinton campaign, and it looks like Hillary Clinton herself directed all this smear stuff 
on the Russian collusion front with Donald Trump. That's what it looks like. So you think the government will want to know that. So I'm watching that one really closely. That decision's got to be made very soon. Biden doesn't want to make it, but I suspect that Durham will get some funding. All right, the second thing is the amnesty in the $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill, which isn't going to pass. The Democrats and Biden tried to sneak in blanket amnesty for all illegal aliens within that bill, which is something like 20,000 pages, hoping that nobody would notice. Well, the Senate parliamentarian said, that's illegal. You can't do that. This is just a huge embarrassment, all right, for the Democratic Party and Biden. And you have to take it out, which they did. They had to. So that now is on the table. But they wanted to legalize all illegal aliens that are here, with a few exceptions, but not many. And that includes the two million plus that have crossed into the United States in this fiscal year that's ending tomorrow. Two million plus. It's unheard of. It's crazy. Is there any solution? No. Does Biden even know it? I don't know. I mean, I'm going to play another socky soundbite in a little while. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's stunning. So what we have is a president who is failing. And now the question becomes, is he a liar? So I was on WABC radio. That's the flagship station of the O'Reilly radio operation, where we have about 300 stations. I was on with Bernie and Sid, my pals, in the morning, and the liar thing came up. Roll the tape. Listen, Bill O'Reilly, we could use your uh, opinion, your insight on the recent hearings down there in D.C., uh, this, uh, these three incompetent uh, woke generals. But yeah. the bottom line is they exposed the president as being a liar. Well, I don't use the word. In fact, I just wrote a message of the day that, that explained why I don't use the word liar. Uh, I say uh, he misled the country, the president did. And the reason I don't use it is, is a professional reason, because I'm in the business of words. My words uh, go out on radio and television and in print, and I have to be very precise. So if you are a liar, and we live in a society now where lying is uh, largely acceptable, which is really not good. If you're a liar, you know what the truth is, and you choose to distort it for your own personal gain, your own reasons. I'm not sure that Biden understands what he's actually doing from day to day. And I've said that many times, and people don't argue with me because it's impossible to ascertain that. You can't ascertain it. You don't know what his mental acuity is. But from what I'm seeing, and I watch this guy as close as I can possibly watch him, and I talk to people who deal with him, and um, I talked to President Trump two days ago who was just outraged, and I'll get to that uh, a little bit later, about the uh, Afghan hearings. But what we know is that President Biden, without any doubt there's no doubt on this at all and if you are talking to somebody who denies it then you need to walk away because you're not talking to a rational honest person he misled the entire country and the entire world he did, he did. 
He did. And, and there's nobody else who did it. No. He no, but him. just real quick, Bill O'Reilly, though, he has a history of, quote-unquote, misleading people, uh, starting with uh, I graduated at the top of my class in law school. No, that was a lie. Yeah, and, and, and he, <laughs> I was arrested for trying to uh, attempting to visit Nelson Mandela, many, many other things. They he ver- has no control over what he says. And there are a lot of people like that. Now, it sounds like I'm making an excuse for Mr. Biden. I'm not. I'm not. I'm telling you the truth as far as I can analyze it. So it's true that Biden plagiarized. He said he graduated top of his class. Didn't the Mandela thing. He he does all that and he does it consistently. Um, But then the question becomes, does he know what he's saying? So I made the analogy of Donald Trump. So Mr. Trump, as president, was accused of being a liar every day. And he did exaggerate at times, and he used hyperbola to make his points. That's Donald Trump's persona. He always does that. But I never called him a liar because I always knew what the context was of what he was doing. And the big shootout I had with Donald Trump before he was elected was over the uh, statement he made about uh, thousands of Muslims rejoicing after 9-11. Well, that wasn't true. Um, Now, did Donald Trump lie about that? Well, he exaggerated it because that's what was in his mind. Was it a calculated lie? I'm going to go out and say that to, you know, no. And that's the same thing with Joe Biden. So he says this, whatever pops into Biden's head, he says, almost like Trump. They almost had that in common. Okay. That's why the White House staff won't let Biden do interviews, press conferences, didn't let him campaign because they know he's liable to say anything at any time. Does he really know what he's saying? Sometimes he does and sometimes he doesn't. That's the best I can do. But it's my job to be honest and and to tell tell you. and, And I don't like to use the word lie unless I know, personally know that somebody is falsifying the truth. Okay, so the other question is, is President Biden tanking the country on purpose? I get a lot of mail. Is he tanking the country? Because under his watch for nine months has been a disaster, the whole thing. There's nothing that's worked, all right? And the economy is next. So there are elements that work for President Biden who want to tank the country, there are. They want the economy to go down, and I'm going to prove that shortly. But he himself, I don't, there's nothing in it for him to tank the country. Okay, he's going to look like a terrible president if he does in history. But he's not going to stop the crazy, fanatical progressives who want to tank the country. Biden's not going to stop those people. That's why they like him. All right, so the radicals, they want to change the country by two, by using two things that are current. The first one is climate change. So if you study this $3.5 trillion spending bill, I mean, it's just a lot of it has to do with climate change. But it's not going to really change anything, spending this money. What it really is, is giving money to certain groups of people. 
That's what this whole bill is all about, redistributing income in the United States, taking it from me and other affluent people and giving it away under the guise of climate change. The spear tip for this movement is Congresswoman Cortez. Roll it. This is about American lives, and it should not be partisan. Science should not be partisan. We are facing a national crisis, and if we do not ascend to that crisis, if we do not ascend to the, to, to the levels in which we were threatened at the Great Depression, when we were threatened in World War II, if we do not ascend to those levels, if we tell the American public that we are more willing to invest and bail out big banks than we are willing to invest in our farmers and our urban families, then I don't know what we're here doing. All right, the big banks, you see? This is what I mean. And the big oil companies, you know, I'm going to do this next week, but there's now an energy shortage worldwide because of the global warming threat and Biden shutting down pipelines and making it very difficult for fossil fuel companies to operate. So now the price of oil is going to go up to $90 a barrel. So the days of being able to fill up your tank for a reasonable amount of money, is all, they're over. Heating your home this winter is going to be a burden. And, and what is this going to do climate change-wise? You know, this is so dishonest. If you want to run this planet in a clean way, you have to use nuclear energy, period. Chernobyl, Three Mile Island, okay. There's no other way to do it. You're not going to do it with windmills, solar panels, electric cars. You're not going to do it. India and China and other countries are not going to stop using fossil fuels. Nuclear, clean, you can do it. That's it. End of story. But they won't do it. Okay? You're not going to have a clean planet. Period. So the first way to change the economy in the United States is to spend a massive amount to fight climate change, but it's really not fighting climate change. It's giving money to poor people. The second way is to use the mandate, the COVID mandate. Now, this is fascinating. And most people, they don't get this. This is why you listen to me and your premium and concierge members on BillOReilly.com. The COVID mandates are embraced by the far left. They love this. Have you ever asked yourself why? Why CNN? Why the New York Times? Why they fervently want the federal government and state governments to be able to order you to get vaccinated, to wear a mask, uh, to do, to stay at home, to close your business? Why do they want that so much? Because in order to change our country from capitalism to socialism, you're going to have to do what you're told by Washington and your state capitals. And this is the first step to training the population to do what you are told. It is a totalitarian play. Some of it is necessary. Most of it is not. If the far left can get the American people in the mode of following orders from a centralized government, that is big. It takes away our personal freedoms. It gets, changes the mindset from self-responsibility um, and self-dependence 
to them. They tell us what to do. Okay. Now, this would be getting nowhere, climate change or the totalitarian mandates, without the help of the corporate media. And I'm going to give you two examples. So Barack Obama goes on uh, Good Morning America, okay? And he says that open borders are unsustainable. He says it. But Good Morning America doesn't put that on the air. They edit it out. They put it on their website. And then later, after somebody caught them, Nightline at 1 a.m. put it on. But the original Good Morning America interview didn't use the open border comment by President Obama. Now, I'm going to play you two cuts. The first cut is what Obama actually said that ABC News, Disney, Disney censored. Go. We are naturally uh, a, a people that wants to help others. At the same time, uh, we're a nation state. We have borders. The idea that we can just have open borders is something that uh, I think, as a practical matter, is, is unsustainable. Now, that's a headline. But Good Morning America edited it out didn't play it. Okay, here's what that program played. Go. Comprehensive immigration reform has consistently gotten stuck, uh, partly because we can't get enough Republicans to support it. What happened, uh, you know, at the Texas border uh, is a painful reminder that we don't have this right yet. So ABC News, Good Morning America, consciously took out the open borders is unsustainable and replace it with Republicans are at fault for the border chaos. Again, this is the Walt Disney Company, one of the most powerful companies in the world, actively deceiving the world, you, me, everybody. All right. Once that got out, that they did it, that Disney ABC did it, Saki the Minister of Propaganda, was confronted. Go. Uh, President Obama said on ABC uh, about the border. Uh, President Obama or President Biden? President Obama okay. um, on ABC said immigration is tough. This was an interview that aired on Good Morning America. Got it. Yes. Um, immigration is tough. It's, it has always been because on one hand, I think we're naturally people that wants to help others. At the same time, we're a nation state. We have borders. The idea that we can just have open borders is something that, as a practical matter, is unsustainable. Does President Biden agree with President Obama that open borders is unsustainable? We don't have open borders. So, yes, he agrees. Um, so if we don't have open borders, madam, how do two million plus foreign nationals get in here in this fiscal year? So. You're never going to get the truth from Jen Psaki or from President Biden. They're never going to tell you the truth. All right. And just uh, to pile on a little bit, I, I reported this yesterday on, and I also told Sean Hannity on his radio program about it. He didn't know this. So I watched the three cable news operations uh, at nine o'clock on the night that Millie and the others contradicted President Biden, the commander in chief. So as I told you, on NBC, Comcast, all right, Maddow led with the capital intrusion on October 6th. 
it is insane. That's what she talked about up top of the show. Cuomo on CNN led with conservatives are unfairly attacking Milley, General Milley. So I'm sitting here and I'm going, this is the twilight zone. So you have Disney, Comcast, and AT&T, which own CNN, all three colluding to protect Joe Biden. That's a dangerous situation. All right, if Benjamin Franklin and James Madison and Thomas Jefferson and the other architects of the Constitution were here right now, they would be appalled that big corporations are now actively deceiving the people of the United States trying to protect another deceiver, the president of the United States. And that's what's happening. COVID. The National Basketball Association has announced that unvaccinated players who miss games will not be paid. That's a lot of money. So there are three teams, the Brooklyn Nets, the Chicago Bulls, the Golden State Warriors, uh, and the New York Knicks, four, where the city has said you can't go inside anywhere unless you're vaxxed. And that includes players of any sport. So in the NBA right now, 90% approximately of the players are vaccinated, 10% are not. The NBA says if you're not vaccinated, you can't play, you're not getting paid. That's interesting. Okay. United Airlines. So they have 67,000 employees in the United States. They don't know how many are unvaccinated, but if you are and you work for uh, United, you're going to be fired. So the airline company is in the process of firing 600 employees this week, and there'll be more to come. So you lose your job at United if you do not get vaxxed. Now, you can have a doctor's, a medical thing that will save you, but not a religious thing. Interesting. Okay, that's the COVID update. And uh, I think, you know, I've been pretty um, fair in this coverage. I've explained everything. And, you know, going forward, if you're not vaccinated, you're going to suffer. I got to tell you the truth. You will suffer because they're gonna, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And, and pretty soon the kids, the high school kids, are going to have to be vaccinated and go to, in order to go to school. San Diego is first coming. All right. In Wisconsin, uh, the Republican Assembly passed a bill that bans public schools from teaching critical race theory. The bill said that you cannot teach one race or sex is superior to another and that a person is inherently racist or sexist by virtue of his or her race or sex, and that a person's moral character isn't determined by race or sex. Can't teach that. This is Assembly Bill 411 in Wisconsin. But it doesn't matter because the governor, Tony Evers, will veto this. All right, there's Evers. And uh, people in Wisconsin, you know, this is a good way to get a new governor in there. Because critical race theory teaches hatred, in my opinion. I take it further. Teaches hatred. Little kids to hate each other. Should not be legal. So here's an update on the cargo ships. Uh, We told you earlier this week that if you want to buy Christmas presents, you better buy them now. You're not going to be able to get them in November and December because the products will be not on the shelves and not if you buy on the Internet, they're not going to have them. Why? Because the cargo ships bringing the products in from China and other places can unload in California in Long Beach and L.A. ports. Why can't they unload? 
Well, there's a shortage of workers. So the ships, as you see there, are backed up. Can't get the stuff in. Shortage of workers because a lot of people don't want to do hard labor because the government's paying them to do nothing. Then the people that are working aren't really working quickly. They can't keep up with demand. That's union people. Okay, so they're not, you know, they're not up at it. And finally, that there has been an increase for products since the pandemic, since the shutdown. All right, so I couldn't even get my book out. I, you have no idea how angry I am. So I wrote a book called Killing the Killers, A Secret War on Terrorists. It's full of classified information. I, I jokingly said I'll probably wind up in prison. This is a, a book that is going to, when you, when you read this book, it will be out early next year, but it's supposed to be out in November. Well, the printing plant, the actual pages, we couldn't get done because they didn't have enough people to do it. And we didn't know this, but now we do because they, well, we can't print. You know, my books print four or 500,000 copies. Maybe we'll give you six. <laughs> so anyway, it hit home for me. But I'm telling you all this because I want you to have a nice Christmas. I want you to buy nice gifts for your loved ones and friends. And you better get them now. And then the situation is not going to get any better. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty. You are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry. Be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts. For coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. All right, UCLA is, we're in California, we'll stay there. So there is a accounting professor named Gordon Klein. All right. And uh, after the murder of George Floyd, remember the police officer has been convicted of that. Um, a bunch of students wrote him a letter and the letter said this, the unjust murders of, uh, Ahmad Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd, the actions of Amy Cooper, and the violent conduct of the UCPD, that's University of California Police Department, in our own neighborhood, have led to fear and anxiety, which is further compounded by the disproportionate effect of COVID on the black community. This is not a joint effort to get finals canceled for black, non-black students, but rather to ask that you exercise compassion and leniency with black students in our major. All right. So the the petition that Professor Klein got was for black students to get one letter grade higher. For nothing. So Ms. Klein wrote back, quote, thanks for your suggestion in your email. 
that I give black students special treatment giving the tragedy in Minnesota? Do you know the names of the classmates that are black? How can I identify them since we've only been having online classes? Are there any students of mixed parentage, such as half black, half Asian? What do you suggest I do with respect to them? A full concession or just half? Unquote. Well, for writing that response back to the students asking for free grades, he got suspended. Klein got suspended. Now, he was reinstated by UCLA because he didn't do anything wrong. But now he's suing the university. All right? He's suing, seeking compensatory damages, punitive damages, and attorney's fees. He says he has suffered significant damage to his reputation and earning power. He says he lost $500,000 in consulting fees because he was demonized as a racist by UCLA. He's going to win the suit. The University of California, that's UCLA, okay? They're going to have to settle with him, and he's going to get a lot of money. So, of course, you're not going to see that on, you know, any of the corporate media, but I figured you'd find it interesting. So this day in history, September 30th, 1938, what happened on this day has influences your life, my life, everybody's life, not only in the United States, but in the world, okay? Because our parents and grandparents were involved with World War II. Everybody was involved with World War II. Everywhere, everybody. So this day, and this is just fascinating, all right, 83 years ago, the Munich Pact was signed. Do you know what the Munich Pact was? You should. Read my book, Killing Patton. So Hitler, um, Neville Chamberlain, the Prime Minister of Britain, uh, Edouard, Dalla, I, I can never say his name. Dalla D.A. Dalla D.A. Edouard Dalla D.A. He's the prime minister of France and uh, Italian dictator Mussolini all met in Munich, Germany, and they signed a accord. And the accord said that Hitler could annex, take the Sudetenland, which was in Czechoslovakia. And the people who lived there spoke German. So Hitler's uh, opinion was, if you speak German, we can take you and incorporate you into the Third Reich. He did it with Austria and nobody stopped him. So he's doing it with Czechoslovakia. So Chamberlain and France said, okay, you can do it. And then Chamberlain went back and said to his people in Great Britain, there is peace in our time. How absurd. Six months later, Hitler took all of Czechoslovakia. Six months after that, Hitler invaded Poland. World War II began. Now, this was so horrendous. And Winston Churchill is one of the few dissenters in England. Winston Churchill, what are you doing? We already know that Hitler has imposed a fascist state in Austria and Germany where he rounds up people and puts them in concentration camps. Stockau started in 1936. We already know the Jews are not allowed to do anything, and books are being burned, and there's no human rights at all in Germany. We already know that. And you're now saying to Hitler, hey, go ahead, take a little bit of Czechoslovakia. Don't worry about it. And Hitler says, well, that's all I want. I don't want anything else. Yeah. Okay. Now, if that pact, the Munich Pact, had not been signed, Britain and France could have ramped up 
to defend Europe and all the other countries, okay? Because they would have known there's a showdown coming. But because they signed that pact, it's, oh, now we have peace, they didn't do anything. So when Hitler attacked Poland and subsequently war was declared, Hitler just rolled through France. Boom. Because they weren't prepared. They, you know, they, they didn't know or care about what he was doing. And Britain, they, they couldn't fight him alone. They were lucky they escaped at Dunkirk. So this was one of the biggest screw-ups in the history of mankind. And we are all affected by it today. Because all of our parents and grandparents, their attitudes about everything was shaped, and those attitudes are passed to us. And that happened 83 years ago. Again, if you really want to understand why the world is the way it is, it all comes out of World War II. So Killing Patton and Killing the Rising Sun are the two books that I wrote on World War II, and I hope you read them. Okay, we got a feisty mail segment. I like that. And then we have a uh, final thought of the day where I'm trying to help an 80-year-old woman who has cancer. Now, you need to know this story, and I will tell you that in a final thought. We'll be right back. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, This podcast is not for you, but if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. All right, let's get to the mail. Uh, Kevin Afghanistan was incompetence, but the border inflation, gas prices, 3.5 trillion is sinister. The far lefters want to radically change the country and are going to do it any way they can with a giant assist from the corrupt media. Kevin wrote that email before my analysis tonight. So, Kevin, you are right on it. You are right on it. Catherine Caputo, Haines City, Florida. O'Reilly, do you think that President Biden ignored General Milley and others? Um, because they were appointees of President Trump. No. 
He ignored them because the far left was demanding a complete withdrawal from Afghanistan. And Biden will not stand up to those people. And I mean, to do with Trump. If it did, Biden would have fired Milley. Okay. Before when he got into office. David Concierge member, Bill is a Navy vet. Your explanation about the firing of Marine Lieutenant Colonel Scheller is accurate and necessary for all the reasons you stated. While many of us sympathize with the Lieutenant Colonel, it doesn't give any officer the right to abandon their first and foremost responsibility as a leader. So I'm glad you uh, see it my way, David. Most military people do. You cannot have officers in the U.S. military departing from the chain of command, even if the chain of command is wrong. They must first resign their commission and then do it. Um, mm, 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 mm. Wayne in North Carolina. You asked me, I asked everybody, but Wayne, that's true, to name something good Biden has done. I think his administration did a fairly good job of the vaccine distribution. All right. All right. The vaccine is widely distributed. And uh, I will give Biden credit for that, but he screwed up how to present the vaccine so more people will take it. So it's almost a, a positive turns into a negative. Uh, Nan Kelly, Golden Valley, Arizona. Bill, I'm concerned about President Biden wanting to be able to check out our bank accounts if we deposit more than 600. I am too, Nan. It will not happen, at least not now. But this play is the federal government wants to know everything that you have, every deposit that you make, so it can eventually seize what you have after you die. That's the goal of the game. Know what every American has. Tremendous constitutional violation. Right now, if you deposit more than $10,000, then you have to report it to the IRS. The bank does. Six hundred. This is a tremendous intrusion on freedom. I don't think it's going to happen. I do believe it's unconstitutional. Andrew Cooper, Glastonbury, Connecticut. Hey, Bill, Congress needs to put a stop to this social media censorship. Well, if the Republicans regain power next year and then there's a Republican president elected in 24, I think it'll happen. But Democrats will never do it. They want censorship. George Perarvnik, Las Vegas, what's the real result of the Arizona audit of the 2020 election? I'm hearing many different stories. George, all I can tell you is the audit was done by a private outfit at the request of Republicans in the Arizona House. The only official data I have is that in Maricopa County, Phoenix, the largest county in the state, Biden won by more votes than on that were tallied on and after Election Day. I don't have anything else. This is not an official audit. It has no weight in the legal precincts. But I understand everybody's confused. Jim Parks, Rogers, Arkansas. Bill, your radio broadcasts are thoroughly entertaining and informative. They remind me of the old Paul Harvey broadcast. That's because it is the old Paul Harvey broadcast. So. Uh, Paul Harvey and I, the legendary radio guy, had a very good relationship. Okay, I thought he was great, and he liked me on TV. And so when he died, his franchise died with him. I resurrected it, 
and it's called the O'Reilly Update. And we have about 300 radio stations. You can access it on BillOReilly.com if it isn't in your city. Our flagship station is WABC in New York. And we have legacy stations all over the place, in Boston, in Charlotte, uh, Miami, um, you name it. We're around. And I really appreciate the compliment, Jim. We put a lot of work into the O'Reilly Update. And again, you can listen to it on BillOReilly.com. Luann Hirsch, Walnut Creek, California. Just a quick note, Bill, I love that you love Holly. You light up when you talk about her, makes me smile and love you more. Well, I appreciate that, Luann. Uh, Marie, on the message board, Bill, you're blessed. You live on the beach, you have your family in Holly, and a billion people who love you. I don't think it's a billion. <laughs> Maybe a couple of million, Marie. But you're right, I am blessed. I am, and I know it. Now, I paid a terrible price for being in the arena. I have. But it's worth it. It's been worth it. Thank you so much for the kind words. Okay, I uh, want you to buy tickets to the Trump O'Reilly History Tour. We're going to be in Lauderdale uh, and Orlando in early December and then Houston and Dallas. Go to BillOReilly.com. We'll flip you over. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, tremendous Christmas gift. We would like you to buy our bumper stickers. We'll packs of five, regret your 2020 vote yet? And when you give them to somebody, let me know what the reaction is. If you buy any of my books, including Killing the Mob, Still Going Strong, you get two bumper stickers free. When writing to us, do not be a troglodyte. A troglodyte. Great word. Back with the uh, cancer victim I'm trying to help in a moment. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. So, as many of you know, we have a concierge program at BillOReilly.com where you have direct access to me, and that is the final thought of the day. You can email me with anything, and I will try to help you. So, Patricia emailed me on September 14th, and she said, I paid for a Viking Ocean cruise in April 2020, which was canceled because of COVID. 
and my money was put into vouchers, and I was okay with that. But now I have blood cancer, and I can't go on the trip. But Viking will not give me a cash refund. Now, that breaks your heart, okay? So there's an elderly woman, 83 years old, a widow. So I said to Patricia, I'm going to try to help you. So we went to the Viking Cruise Company. It's run by a guy named Torsten Hagen. He is a Norwegian billionaire. There he is. Now, COVID cost him a lot of money, all right? But he's still worth $2 billion. It's headquarters in Baal, Switzerland. And it's a big operation, 5,000 employees. And they sail all over the world, the Viking cruises. Now, it looks to me that Mr. Hagen is going to refund this woman's money. But I don't have it solid yet. I will report on Monday. I told him we need to know if Viking is going to do the right thing by Monday. And I will report back in the final thought of the day. The point is that I am in business to help you. We're looking out for you. That's my slogan. This woman is a concierge member. She's 83 years old. She needs this money. I'm going to get this money back for her. I will get it back. All right. She can't get it back, but I can because I have power in the media. That's what concierge membership is all about. There are certain things in life you are not going to be able to do for yourself through no fault of your own. I am here to try to help you. So please check out concierge membership on BillOReilly.com. Have a great weekend. We'll be writing a column. We'll be up on uh, Sunday at noon. Uh, check in. We'll be updating everything in the message of the day. I'll be there tomorrow. Thanks for watching tonight. Have a great weekend.